Well, it is certainly looking as if Kang the Conqueror will be MCU's next big bad. We all knew after Endgame, or at least we all were wondering what direction would Marvel go in their new Avengers films moving forward. Of course, they need another big bad, but how could they top Thanos? Well, it seems as if they have found their guy. Now, this is not breaking news or anything like that, but Kang the Conqueror is set to appear in Ant-Man 3, which was first reported by Deadline, and Jonathan Majors is going to play the supervillain. He is best known for his HBO series Lovecraft Country, which I have heard nothing but really good things about, as well as a movie called The Five Bloods. So, who is Kang the Conqueror? Well, he is from the future, and he spends his time traveling through time and multiverses, amassing wealth and weaponry from various histories on various planets to create a dynasty of himself, all feeding Kang Prime at the end of all time. So why is that important? Why is it important that Kang is going to be in Ant-Man 3? And I know a lot of people have said, you know, he's going to be the villain, so there's no way he's going to reappear in an Avengers movie or be the overarching big bat. And to that I say, just look at the first Thor movie. Loki was the villain, but he was also the overarching villain for the next Avengers film. I think they could be doing something very similar here with Kang the Conqueror. Now, here is what we do know so far about the MCU. The MCU just introduced time travel in Avengers Endgame. They are going to introduce alternate timelines in Loki, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness, as well as Spider-Man No Way Home. As we all know, they are going for the Spider-Verse type of story, which means you're going to see mul multiple universes and everything of that nature. So, this is the absolute perfect time for the MCU to introduce their multiverse time-traveling villain. Tony Stark even states in Avengers Endgame, for those of you that missed it, you mess with time, time tends to mess back. He says that to Steve after Thanos is floating in the sky after he just destroyed the Avengers headquarters. And we all thought he was talking about Thanos, but that could have been taken for a little bit of foreshadowing for what was to come as well with King the Conqueror. We also have to look at what else we know so far. Kevin Feige has stated that all of the Disney Plus series will indeed tie into the bigger cinematic universe that Marvel is doing. Now, why is that important? We all know, like I said, Loki is going to be dealing with alternate timelines as, I mean, the Loki in that series is from an alternate timeline when he took the Tesseract and transported to somewhere unseen, which I'm sure we will find out in the Loki series. So all of this is adding up, and what it seems to me is that we have a very good chance of getting our first glimpse at Kang the Conqueror in the Loki series. I mean, for what other reason than the fact that Marvel is trying to really hype up these Disney Plus series, what better reason could there be for Kang to appear, the next Marvel Big Bad, in that series? It would make perfect sense for me for that to indeed happen, as I am sure you can't just throw an Avengers 5 villain out there in Avengers 5. You probably need to have led up to him in series as well as movies, which is why I'm saying that there's a good chance we'll see Kang and Loki, but we could also see him in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We might even see him in Spider-Man No Way Home. Probably not during the movie, as that seems to be a Spider-Verse movie, but maybe 
in a post credit scene. And not only that, folks, Kang the Conqueror has a connection to the Fantastic Four. What do we know about Marvel and the Fantastic Four? That is going to be the last movie in their slate of Phase 4. And Phase 5 could indeed very well start off with Avengers 5 and Kang the Conqueror being the villain. Now, I know everyone's thinking, well, he's already out there to be the villain of Ant-Man 3. And I get it. I've already debunked that a little bit, but... If you haven't read the comics, Kang the Conqueror is not an Ant-Man 3-level villain. He is a Avengers-level villain. That is the type of threat that he poses. It would be kind of a throwaway and kind of a waste for Marvel to use him in just Ant-Man, a movie series which they have mainly just not cared about the villains all that much. Let's just be real. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, the first Ant-Man... Th that villain, I um, the name is escaping me, but that was not a good villain. And then in the second Ant-Man, you had a ghost, not a good villain. So why would you throw out one of the biggest bads in the MCU in Ant-Man 3 and then just have it end there? No, I am sure Ant-Man 3 is more than likely going to set up Avengers 5 and Kang the Conqueror being the villain. Not only that, but it would make sense for Kang the Conqueror to kind of be set up in Ant-Man 3, considering that Ant-Man is the character that introduced us to the Quantum Realm, which ended up being how the Avengers time-traveled in Endgame. So, in that sense, it makes a lot of sense, and I'm expecting Kang the Conqueror to be a big part of the MCU, at least moving forward until Avengers 5, because if you look at everything right now, who would they have be the Avengers 5 villain? There's really nobody that's clear-cut and obvious, but when you bring in an actor like Jonathan Majors who, have, who has just killed it and everything that he's been in, it's hard for me to believe you're going to waste all of that and one of the most powerful MCU villains on Ant-Man 3. I mean, King the Conqueror is a really good villain for the Avengers, mainly because he's from the future which means he has fought the Avengers before, which means he knows a lot about the Avengers, including all of their weaknesses. So he would be the perfect villain, and that is why, to me, King the Conqueror makes the perfect sense to be the Avengers 5 villain.